0: You are listening to Flipping the Narrative. Come and flip with us.
1: You are sunlight and I am moon. Okay, okay, let's stop. Okay, sorry. Good evening, everybody. Good afternoon. Good morning. Uh, Welcome to Flipping the Narrative again. And we are super happy that tonight... Today, this morning, will be uh, an episode where we talk about music, which is such an incredible classic and, and something that is so important for us as Filipinos. You know. Lau, Hello. Hello.
2: Hello. Hello! 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 I'm so excited! So let's pretend this is the last night of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Saigon. Oh my God. Only the people who can actually sing will sing, huh? <laughs> <At> least, <laughs> I can't. Be, of my... <laughs> I'm
1: the one for the that can't sing. Oh my God. I was only a bass in the, an all male choir. So I was the boom, boom, boom,
2: boom, boom. <laughs> <That was laughs> I'm <so excited>. so, <laughs> I'm a woman and I was the fucking bass, is what I'm saying. Everywhere. No one knew what to do with me. But the point is tonight, I think you touched on something so true and so core to us is so filipinos everywhere are so known to be so musical right it's so at the core of who we are and parang everywhere i've gone internationally it's like ah filipina so you can dance i'm like yeah and filipina you can sing (laughs)
3: that's
2: it that's who we are and i i guess you know it's exciting to have with us today people who've actually sort of I don't know. Really branched out and succeeded there, and to get their thoughts about what it's like as a Filipino known for that, and yet all the unique struggles to them. No, what do you
0: think? You can't. can't, I mean, I don't know about now with the pandemic and everything, but there was a time where you couldn't go anywhere in Asia, any hotel, or maybe even the Middle East, where you wouldn't find there would always be a Filipino band, right in the in the lounge or the hotel lobby or, or hotel. Bar, cafe, like everywhere. Yep. And um, you know, it, it's kind of like, hey, you know, it's pretty cool as well.
1: You know, let me just—I'd love to introduce our flippers tonight. You know, the first one, Reb was here last episode with us as well. So, Reb hello. You know, hello, so we're, how we're hello. How are you?
4: <laughs> I'm good. I'm doing very well. I'm glad to be back. Uh, am I the first back-to-back guest? I feel so special. You yeah. are. You I are. Am. Oh, I am. I am. Been I been am better. sunlight you are and moon. moon. You are moonlight. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm very, very glad to be here. Uh, thank you very much for having me back super are you we the engineer oh i actually auditioned for him uh, i did i did yeah that was a lot of fun so yeah but i you are the engineers of of this podcast I choose. I choose. Yeah. okay okay but i
0: understand <laughs> that rev rev's partner who's who joins us today is actually him
5: in miss Saigon. absolutely so the uh, rev's partner
1: uh, fiance let's go i mean you are you guys are engaged right yes
5: we are hi guys i'm tanya
1: (laughs) this is tanya manalang tanya is in the entertainment world she's a singer and actress a content creator a live streamer she's a host when she's not fully dedicated to theater she is also an illustrator a multimedia artist a small business owner on top of being a self-declared plantita correct yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so depending where you see her you know, she goes by Kim, by Joy, by Eileen, by Susan. You know, she's stuck, of course, in the mega hit shows of Miss Saigon and Huling El Bimbo, Rock of Ages and Tick, Tick, Boom. Welcome, Tanya.
5: Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's a That's pleasure awesome. to be here.
1: <laughs> and we also have Miss Amazing, Risi Reyes. Rissy, hello. Thanks
6: Hi. Everybody. Hi, everybody. How are you?
1: You know, Rissy is... Uh, there, there's been The Philippines has always had an incredible theater talent. A batch of people who have gone everywhere in the world, we're known for that. And I think Rissi is part of that new generation of of theater talent, right? So of course, um, she's into musical theater, acting. You've occasionally done, you know, TV and film, right? You know, commercial model. She's a host for events as well. And somebody who, you know, in her own words, she also says she's always been a kid at heart. So she loves children. And now she has the fortune of making Children really happy. She's now based in Hong Kong, Disneyland. That's where she works. Um, she's a cast member and you know, she hangs out with princesses and voyages. She's been also in, in Batang Rizal, Rated BG, William, you know, uh, High Five Philippines, Goyo, the film, which was an incredible you know, um, local film, Boy Foretold by the Stars. Great. Yay. And Love Beneath the Stars, which is the sequel for that, right? So incredible people with us tonight. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us.
2: Thanks for having Wait, us. Actually, let me just quickly make sure we don't gloss over this because we know Reb and we're clearly in love with him, which is why he's back here with us. Oh, but stop. When he joined us. Stop! Look at you. Oh my God, I'm blushing. <laughs> no, but when he was here with us, it was a decidedly different thing, right? We were talking about the Marcoses and what that meant, and him. You know, at the time we focused on that you were sort of had become this incredible historical researcher for yourself. And we're really into talking about the stuff to Filipinos. But what we didn't get into at that time, and I want to make sure we mention here, is that you're a freaking accomplished artist yourself, right? Singer, actor, musical theater, all this awesomeness. So I just want to make sure everyone knows this is legit. We got legitimate voices with us here today. Thank you.
5: Oh no! <laughs>
2: Please don't let him sing.
5: <laughs> don't even start. <laughs>
2: oh, I now, ladies and gentlemen, the rest of the podcast will be sung. Thank you. <laughs> 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 oh no! Start us off, folks. Like, what's it like being these? I will. May I, I? want to use. I country? want to use something. I so want yeah, to use something
1: point. Point. that actually um, Reb stated in our conversation. Why? Why is this always the case? And in an industry of music that we're all so well known for, that mm. we're talented, why can't we succeed in our own country? And why do we need to really go through hardships, leave the country, really try hard, go through hardships, And then all of a sudden, if we are really lucky, then they will recognize us not only as people and artists, but as Filipinos.
4: That you know, that's beautiful. It also touches on what uh, what you guys said a while ago. Na, you know, there is no country that you can go to without running into a Filipino performer. You know, right. um, because I think every every artist struggles. You know, I think the the story of an artist's life is always one of um. Rom- I wouldn't say romantic struggle, but uh, it's struggle, right? Like um, we don't maybe. Yeah. You know we, we don't we don't really have a uh, a regular job. We don't really get a regular paycheck. We don't have a 9 to 5. We also don't know holidays. <laughs> we work uh, almost exclusively during holidays. So it's a it's a, initially it's a, already a very unique unique uh, job, right? And the thing is, I think you add on top of that being Filipino. And in the Philippines, let's not, you know, let's not go further from the truth that um, there are only a select few that are considered uh, entertainers. You know, at least in the mainstream look of things. People like us, you know, people like us, especially theater actors, we, we go abroad and we're very, we're very lucky also. Na kahit papano. We have an avenue to other places because of, you know, the road uh, paved by artists before. You're Monique Wilson's you're Lea Salongas, right? At least we had that, we have that. Again, how many people can do that? How many people will ever have that fortune? People from Bang bayan to actually be able to hone their talent and to be recognized for their talent. You know, like athletes, uh, when was the last time you heard there was funding for, I don't know, shooting or golf or, or pole vaulting? There's an entire problem right now with Ej Obiena. Right? And then all of a sudden, after they win, oh wait, by the way, they're Filipino you know what i mean so it's like we cannot be filipino without achieving something outside of the philippines so I'm that's what i
0: economics as well because i don't yep. think it's i mean i think i might be wrong but you get paid better abroad oh, yes than definitely yeah, you get paid yeah.
6: In the philippines, right? that's yep. so true i don't true. know I don't know if you guys are aware, but in Hong Kong Disneyland alone, 70% of the performers are Filipino. And yes. (laughs) I didn't quite realize. Wow. Yes. And even even the characters, those who are are in furries. So like mascot. A lot of Filipinos Filipinos. also. Yes. Because they know how to move. They know how the the basics of movement, dancing, they have groove. Yeah. So they can be tapped for special events and such and such. We got soul
2: people. We do. We
5: just. Yeah, it's actually but, insane how the difference in talent fees are here and abroad. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna give like an exact figure. No, no. Um, but, but can you give a percentage? Like the yeah, ex- how much you? I when I when I did uh, Miss Saigon in London, how much I would make in one show was how much I would make as a support role here in a show for one month. So what I would make in a day there is equal to like a one, one month here.
4: Just, uh, roughly one month in the Philippines uh, is about 16 shows. So oh my
0: God. And, and there's no transport. I mean, no transport. Oh no. Of food <laughs> none of those things, right?
4: Tanya, I question though. I mean, I know
0: you're
1: saying that that was great, but my question as well, at any point in time, do you think that you were underpaid because you were Filipina? Oh no. No, you were paid standard
5: yes i was paid okay. standard i was okay. paid for everything for even just like a minute of overtime in rehearsals or for anything they everything is accounted for every your time is very is valued That's incredible. They, they never, they never did the whole Nah, oh. if you could stay 10 minutes oh. it's always either okay we're done we're done for the day or can, we're extending, but we're compensating you for you're getting. Paid so it's a that. level of professionalism, obviously. Yes, yes. I mean, there's
0: there's economics of the whole thing, plus the level, you know, professionalism. So yeah,
2: so, standards are different. You know, I want to touch a little bit on what we were talking about. Na parang okay, you don't get support locally from say the government here, no. For mm-hmm. we were talking just oh, yeah. earlier, no, before before we started recording. I have many friends in the states who are actors and in the business and whatever. And thanks to SAG and other unions, they can actually get health care. They can actually get, you know, some level of pension. And during the quarantine, they had put up this Zoom musical. Uh, it's called Together Again. Check it out. It's really, really well done. It was a brainchild of Lisa Loeb. And it was to support other actors, right? But the point is that the system, the infrastructure, the government, to a certain extent, is there so that there's something. There's a social security net for actors and something that guarantees you will be paid a certain rate for your time. You know, mga teamsters, ganyan. I mean, it's really hardcore, diba ba? But pagdating sa Pilipinas, there's really no support either for athletes or yun nga, for actors, for theater people. But when you make it big, biglang inaangkin ka. Which, you know, just to, to this has been my biggest beef through a lot of the pandemic, or whatever, is the, the freaking pressure on the private sector. Palagi na lang yung private sector, yung magpapapunta ng mga airplane kasi Yolanda, Cause, ewan ko, mag import ng mga bakuna. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, of course, private citizens are happy. Like, you guys are happy to flip it because you love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But, dude, a little support naman would be nice, diba?
5: Yes. We
6: have to carry the weight of our government. Yeah,
0: exactly. We didn't even get our ayuda, right? I mean, so
4: many people didn't even get the promised ayuda. Yeah. Risi Risi hit the nail on the head. Instead of, you know, makakuha ng ayuda or anything like that, we didn't and we had to make ends meet. We were also deemed non-essential at the same time. So we had no jobs. We had no subsidy from the government. And we did not know when this madness would end for any of us. There's that level of anxiety and that feeling of so uh what now you know yeah, we're right. always left asking that and for some reason there's this stigma that people like us you know like like independent artists like we're going to be okay there's always this this stigma that oh yeah they can afford the arts because they're they're probably rich to begin with ah uh, <laughs> no! and and you
5: know what sucks cuz at the end of the day we pay our taxes too but not yeah. once did we feel like our taxes yeah. worked for us. Oh, don't get me started on taxes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was here I, got, I was here in 2018
6: to 2019 and I had to pay taxes obviously even as an expat here in Hong Kong. And it was a big amount. But first of all, I can feel the effects even as an expat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Transportation here is good, like I feel taken care of, I feel safe. Second, safe, yeah. they sent me a check for reimbursement of my taxes. Yeah which was a huge deal. And even though it took, because I think the check got lost because it was my Philippine address. And of course, the postal system back home isn't very good as well. So it got lost in the mail. They emailed me to check if I got my taxes, my reimbursement. They emailed me to check, hey, did you get it? Because we didn't see it reflect that you got your taxes and you claimed your check. And I was like, no. And that was three years later. And then I still got my reimbursement when I got here. I got it.
2: I got I got my reimbursement from twenty nineteen. Imagine You know, Tanya, you're a small business owner, you mentioned earlier, no, and, and mm-hmm. yeah, I have two. And I have to tell you, we have a small business in the States. And so again, parang I really felt it so directly. Na in the Philippines, oh man, I was like, you know, para, I'm happy that we're opening up, but it's not like we didn't have almost two straight ears now, benta or whatever. It was hard. Yeah. Right? Yes. And support. Whereas in the States, we had the EIDL loan, the payment protection plan. Mm-hmm. Our people mm-hmm. had unemployment. Like, you know, you really felt where your taxes are going. No? to Yes. School. And instead, I don't know, huh? but well, in the Philippines, I don't feel like the arts are even supported, let's say, in school or treated as a real career that's legitimate. Diba? Parang yeah. the feeling is, Naglalaro ka lang you, know, you should get a real job, quote unquote. That's not unique to the Philippines, obviously. You get that in the States too, with the arts funding mm-hmm. and all of that. But I feel to your point, Reb, no, na, why, why should artists get compensated? It's really But isn't it, isn't it always what happens, right? It's,
1: it's, it's the talent of the country that carries the name of the country and it's that talent that just does not get compensated or supported. And, exactly. and that's what's really hard, and that's what's really hard to see and to attest. You know, when you're, when you can see that, right? It's really sad that that doesn't happen in industries where we absolutely accept.
4: Then Tanya and I cannot tell you enough, and Risi knows this too. Um, we after right after the pandemic was announced, maybe about two months after. Uh, we decided, uh, maybe just one after the other, we decided to move everything online. So uh, Tanya and I uh, started streaming online, live streaming, right? And a lot of people would talk to us, like most of them students, you know, aspiring artists would always ask us, Panu po kayo nakapaso sa theater, Panu po ba, pidi po ng tips, Pangarap, pangarap kupu kasi yan. I always um, get that. And I'm sure Rissy got this too back then, right? Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, right. And the most heartbreaking thing is when uh, they always say, Kasi po ayong ng parents ko, mm-hmm. right? And you know what? I, I, and this is what I always explain. I do understand your parents. I have to say that. I have to be real. We have to be real, you know? Your parents are coming from uh, the idea that they just want you to be okay because they're not gonna be around forever. Because you know we, we gotta we gotta be real we gotta be real about where we are but that's not to say do not pursue what you want to become right it's just you have to find a way right to feed your passion but at the same time you gotta be practical, practical. about things yeah feed yourself. <laughs> exactly. <Feed> yourself exactly exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Deba. And it, it's very heartbreaking because ang ang laging me ang buhay ng artist. Not only in the Philippines, but also abroad. But can you imagine how much more in the Philippines? Oh, yeah. You know,
5: if we're going to talk... It's not enough to feed a family, let's
4: face it. Yeah. That's a sad reality. Eh? Absolutely. You know, kaya nga may mga nangingibang bayan para, para maging artists sa ibang bayan. Not to say that that's a selfish thing, but because that's what they can do and they're good at it. And you know what? If somebody else is going to pay me more, if somebody not from my native land is going to see my value more than said native land, then so be it. There's a level of
0: appreciation abroad for the art yeah. that doesn't ex- always exist in, you know, back home, right? So you're also as an artist, you feed off that. You know, you want to to play to an audience that gets what you're trying to do and appreciates it, right? It's like yeah. feeding the soul of an artist. It's mm. nourishment for an artist, mm. right? Tanya
4: actually has a really funny story about this like when when people would see you after the stage door when you would, when you used to do in Saigon and how appreciative they are oh yeah about everything yeah um like you told me before they're
5: they're a very um generous audience it's it's something i've noticed with well at least in the uk they're very very generous and at stage door they're very respectful they don't even call you by your name your character's name they actually call you by your real name which means they actually took the time out to get to know who you are as a person outside of the show. Mm. Which is something I, I really appreciated during my time there.
4: Also, not, not to say that, you know, Filipinos aren't appreciative. We are. You, you know, we, we, we have, we've experienced that. Like, And you inspire us to do this, to do that, to, to pursue it. And that's what we love. But something you cannot take away from Filipino audiences is this. Hmm? pangit naman ng costume ano ba yan hmm? para namang hmm? para namang hindi pinag-isipan ano ba yan? boring boring naman ito you know so it's just it's you know you you, you can relate right I it's no right it's 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 message yeah you know ang or the ba kayo oh god oh no, that's that's like the Wow, you know, <laughs> I, I know this story like once. I'm not going to say when or who who it happened to, but there's this person. She's well known. <laughs> and they showed up to work, and then the one person just goes, Iba palay churong masa personal. Like, what? to ganda you know it's a, ganda po pala sa po ay, or parang mas po pala sa personal mga ganyan or parang pero yung, minsan, yung mga vague na, hmm, pala so good with subtlety right we
3: are
4: yeah so good with subtlety
1: incredible. it's incredible you know enough
4: it's also oh, the it's also this feeling and I'm sure everybody here knows it that you know Filipinos are uh, have a huge case of crab mentality you know we, we we do we have we are second-class citizens in our own country most of the time yeah. you know mm-hmm. I remember as a kid when missionaries white Missionaries would go to, to our schools. Would go yeah. to our schools and it'd be like, "Hey, hello po." And you know, it's it's just it's this like feeling. they're they're God. Yeah, it's like uh, it's it's God's messengers, you know. And so, and like
5: it's the, it's the nosebleed culture. I know. Yes, you
4: know, it, it's like wow, ibang iba. Ay hello po, mga panauhin, you know. And then we would yeah, yeah. we would perform for them or something. It's just. Ooh, you know, and, and, and
2: I, was just talking about our post-colonial mentality, which is another episode mm. altogether, but I did want to ask you this. I think it's an interesting question to ask you guys in particular. Um, and let me preface it by saying what we try to do here always is sort of be aware of our own privilege, right? I mean, every individual, I think to a certain extent occupies some level of privilege um, being a half white Asian woman in the Philippines. Of a certain education and class affords me a lot of privilege that I recognize it would be stupid not to. I have told my children, you know, I I have to talk with my children. uh, If you are in the States and you are served before someone who looks more Latino or black or whatever, your job is to know that that's not okay. Say something because you probably won't get shot. But, you know, they might like there might be serious consequences. But I think it's important that we're aware of our privilege. Right. And what we what we can do with that. So it's always intrigued me that Filipinos, because of the way we look, I think, can get cast in more roles than maybe someone who is more, quote, traditionally Asian or Southeast Asian looking might be. And I wonder, what has your experience been in terms of like being cast as a non-Filipino, just sort of, well, in Miss Saigon, clearly would be Vietnamese, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then let's say Latino, or have you been cast? How has your experience been, even with blind Rishi, casting or whatever? Rishi, I'd love you're, to hear your. is a
1: princess. Risi is many princesses. Moana,
2: yes <laughs> again. I want to hear. Moana and
1: uh, no, Jasmine and,
6: like, I do uh, struggle with this a lot recently. Mm. We, me and my trackmates, we talk about it a lot, especially those who are actually white. There, oh, I yes, gosh. there mm-hmm. there is a problem with casting. Really? I not yeah. just in this park because there mm-hmm. are many dif- Disney parks around the world, and there. They are aware that there is a problem in casting that mm-hmm. some characters are whitewashed, but that's another problem. Anyway, even girl, Aho, I want to hear that. That's yeah. I'm all about that. Sorry, <laughs> go ahead. Oh, yes, yes. Don't yes. you okay, worry. Go, go. I can talk to you about this all day. <laughs> 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 that's why you're
3: here. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah.
6: Even Aho, I'm actually brown, so I'm actually like pan Asian Filipino, whatever you want to call it. But Moana, she is Polynesian. And right. Jasmine, right. she is um, well. It's very vague, but she's part yeah. of the Middle East, yes. Because yeah. um, right. obviously these are fictional characters, but they mm-hmm. are brown, like like I am. Right. So, but at the same time, we struggle with it. Me and my trackmates, because we have actual Samoans in here, in Hong Kong Disneyland. Because they, yes, they are uh, actual Samoans, because they do the fire knife. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Knife sequence in um, Lion King, and there are a lot of them. and they're Oh they boy! Here. And some because of the them
1: are... because they have to. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. boy! Oh, okay. Wait, wait.
0: But it's not. I mean, it's not wrong to be in a cast in a Polynesian role because no. yes, we are Polynesia. Let's finish. Yeah, I'm curious. Say, go, what we're go, go go. go, go.
1: Yeah. We're, getting, we're go. getting fired up now. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay.
6: I know. Go. I know. go. Uh, they do get a little bit upset when they see a new girl coming in. And they see that she's white or that she doesn't look the part or she's too skinny or they get nitpicky nitpicky with it, which I get. Because if, when I saw in Shanghai that they actually released Raya, Raya, by the way, is a Southeast Asian. Yes. They released Raya. They have a character greeting for Raya now. And they got a Chinese actress speaking Mandarin. It blew my mind. Like, I... Don't understand why they got Raya first. Our one popcorns. movie, people. It's exactly. our one. <laughs> exactly. So I know how these Samoans feel because when that happened recently, like a, a month ago, yeah. sa Shanghai, I felt very upset. Yeah. So I get it. So I struggle a lot with like identity and like. But at the end of the day, we, we always talk about this, me and my craftmates. At the end of the day, we still count it, at least for coming mga brown girls talaga, mm-hmm. we still count it as a win because mm-hmm. we are actually brown. And Mm -hmm. kung iisipin mo sa dinami-dami ng ng pwede na like as no white girls na ginagawa Mm -hmm. din naman minsan um, they still got a girl who actually looks the part yeah, yeah They did didn't. They didn't. Him.
2: Tilda Swinton the role in Doctor
4: um, yeah. yeah, Strange. Yeah. Yes, yes. Tilda yes.
2: Swinton is a goddess to me as far as acting, but still, like fuck the fuck on.
4: They didn't Avatar, yeah.
2: The Last Airbender. Yeah. Oh, oh thought-
4: god! Hey. <laughs> oh, do not get me started on that movie. It's, it's literally the worst movie ever made. But that's for another. That's for another conversation <laughs> He's just yeah, that's,
5: so, that's so mad about, about it.
4: Back to back to back
0: we'll have you and Dan Tabasco on
4: there oh my god Prince Zuko (gasps) sorry I fanboyed a lot sorry sorry about
0: that yeah I I love him too he's great he's doing so much in Hollywood you know trying to get filipino representation yeah. mm. mainstream mainstream hollywood they just released the
6: movie on netflix right yeah.
0: the
2: fabulous filipino brothers brother. right yeah. oh it's out on netflix oh yeah, yeah
3: it, is. it is it is yeah it, is. Is, it is so but yeah.
2: since let's say bridgerton arguably might might have been one of the bigger hits that tried like colorblind casting and everything right do you guys see that translating in the theater world more or do filipinos uh, yeah. are filipinos able to sort of you know cross those lines more because Here, of, yes yeah oh of, yeah. yeah
5: definitely it happened because f- for example um in Les Miss they've casted uh um Rachel Rachel or not even just Rachel Leia and mm-hmm. Joanna no, 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 one, have one, one, yeah, yeah, and for some reason they have for some reason they have like a, a white offspring yeah. a white Cosette and yeah. you know it doesn't I don't know it
4: doesn't bother them yeah. but it doesn't bother the producer Yeah, and Christina Aliado as well oh, who is, is currently Rachel doing Anderson Prince of Egypt Rachel I think? Yes. and actually that's yeah I saw her in
0: London I actually saw Rachel Angle mm-hmm. in London mm-hmm. as Eliza
4: no? yeah as yeah. Eliza actually I got to see that too and um, I was gonna say that it's actually if, if there's anywhere where it can be possible first, it would be the theater world because you have people like Lin Manuel Miranda, who is uh, you That's know who true. is like a superstar now, and mm-hmm. you know he blind casted Hamilton. Mm-hmm. You know you have you have founding fathers who are black. You have yeah. uh, in in um, when I think when I watched in London, the person who played Lafayette was uh, a Native American. Uh, no. Which Fantastic. is wow. which is absolutely amazing, right? Because that's what I love about bl- blind casting and co- color blind casting. right? it 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 shouldn't it shouldn't matter because at the end of the yeah. day these are actors playing roles, and exactly. you know you're you're playing around with suspension of disbelief. And of and course, of- as
5: long as you yeah. keep into mind the the cultural appropriation as well, of yeah, course, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and what the story yeah. is about in the first place. Yep. Yeah. But yeah Exactly, but it's the power of the
0: music, the power of the emotions that you convey that that are, you know, those things are more important
6: than what race who you know. I got yes. to say Disney is trying very hard. They're trying very hard, so I appreciate that cuz they this year the keyword for them actually it started last year but it's still ongoing obviously oh, hopefully forever. The keyword here is inclusivity. I was going to
2: say (laughs) diversity or inclusivity it's one of the other they're
6: they're very big on inclusivity right now they actually did a show which premiered I think in 2019 for Halloween here in Hong Kong Disneyland called Let's Get Wicked so it's a Mm -hmm. show that's all about the villains so they all get their musical numbers and then they did blind casting so you have a black Cruella, you have a black Gaston um, Mm -hmm. Filipino Gaston Filipino Mm -hmm. Ursula and mm-hmm. it was amazing. And it was a big hit that they had to bring it back this year. And then when it was supposed to close, they had to extend it and extend it nice. and extend it because people were clamoring
2: for more. So it's like here. the live action beauty and the beast. But right? people lost their damn minds because Gaston and what's his name? They came Lefou. out as like a couple. Who is it? LeFou. Yeah. Or Lefou, yeah. it, LeFou came out as gay, right? Yeah. Right. Lost their damn minds. And I was like, cause, Because what? The bestiality was not an issue for you? (laughs) Like, I mean, fucking the half beast cow bull hybrid creature and the Stockholm syndrome of being kidnapped and falling in love with your captor, that was all okay. But having a gay character,
4: that was the line, right? Yeah. Oh. And and finding and 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 this woman who reads is weird, oh God, you know? Yeah. This intellectual woman who yeah. reads is like oh no, yeah, no, it's You're no Right? Exactly. Like, oh, she's quirky. No, she just reads. You know? <laughs> it's <yeah.
0: laughs> okay, <so> did <laughs> you see David David Copperfield, the movie? That was com- completely colorblind casting with Dev Patel. and, it was incredible
3: no i haven't seen it
0: i haven't seen it i I think it was on netflix Um, i gotta see see that that yeah it was really 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 well done but yeah it reminds me of south when i was living in south africa and my kids were in school there and when every time they do the christmas nativity thing you know they were in this anglican school that had obviously a mixed um, student body they would never they would always put a muslim um, Muslim, Asia, whatever, South African as Virgin Mary. Mm. in So that just avoid any, you know, any accusations of being... I mean, being
2: um, not, not to burst know. anyone's bubbles, but Jesus was not a blind yeah. one to be Yeah, no, 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 I don't think so. Diane so. was born in March, but that is a whole other episode altogether. <laughs> but then
0: my daughter got cast in the King and I when they did the King and I school play. And she said they put her I mean I saw it they put her in a, well, a strong, they put her in a Chong Sam and put chopsticks in her hair and said okay you're um, from Siam. <laughs> <Chopsticks>.
3: Oh <laughs> boy. Yeah,
6: yeah that's I think cool. that's, that's a huge factor also like because we said that they're already doing blind casting abroad mm-hmm. and also here and I think that's a factor why Filipinos um, appreciate getting casted abroad also more mm-hmm. than being casted Back home, maliban siya sa factors that we already we mentioned like financial and whatnot. Because uh-huh. there are more opportunities now abroad, and I I don't know if the Philippines is fully ready to accept something mm-hmm. like that. Because we're so fixated on looks back home. Oh that, yeah, you know when we, when we see each other, the ba yeah. the titas or mm-hmm. the tito. ay it's oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah.
5: Kayo rin pa? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> favorite ni Chaka. ay Chaka, Correct. Yeah,
4: Chaka yeah. The, the Chaka factor. If
5: you're, if you're and the lead, lalo if you're the lead in the play and in the show, tapos yeah. yeah. di ka pumasasas standards nila. Yeah. And
4: no ay, Chaka how, No matter how Meryl Streep level your acting is, yeah. it, it 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 hits a wall when you're yeah. ugly. You know, it's a quote-unquote yeah. ugly or unconventional. You, your look is unconventional. Which is
2: subjective. Yeah, which
4: is absolutely yeah. very yeah. subjective. Can I just, a, can yeah.
2: I just yeah. raise a hand for yeah. But can I just hold up, pose for a second for this? Because I think, you know, it's a little bit glee. It's whatever for the house culture. It's on Netflix if you guys haven't seen it. It's about the house, um, house culture of the 80s and 90s in New York, right? And it was really cast with transsexual individuals and you know drag queens and whatever and won all these awards and phenomenal and parang how nice to finally get more of those doors broken down mm-hmm. instead of having like white straight males play the yep. sympathetic transsexual or excuse me transgendered <laughs> character in whatever movie you know what I mean? So just it
0: like to it. happen in the Philippines, it would happen on stage before it happens in school. that's true. Yeah I, I,
4: I would I would say so too. I think mm-hmm. I, my, my issue
1: was, and I was going to ask you guys, there's, there's two things that, you know, um, as a lover of theater, has really struck me. You know, when I got back to Manila in, in the year 99, 2000, and, you know, I would see shows come up. And, you know, we know Bobby Garcia, who's a, who's a friend,
3: and Bobby has done a lot for Filipino theater. And so what you were saying is, why, you know, shows go on for, like, two weeks, two and a half weeks, and, like,
1: they're gone, right? So, like, I mean, you have this entire group of people, talent, studying, rehearsing, going out of there, you know, for what, two and a half weeks? And then what happens? And so, my, my first issue is, like, Brizzy, um, you were saying, are we prepared in the country? I don't know if we, to begin with... You know, we are a musical. We are, I think, an artistic country generally. But do we have enough people who go and support the arts to begin with? She question mark, like enough to support everybody who is that great talent that this country produces, right? I mean, what happens with that? Because I don't think we have that 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 that, that group of of uh, you know of local people who actually make sure that
3: theater
2: thrives that the arts thrive we'll try red turnip red turnip theory kay jenny hamora right she's really been i think she's made tremendous headway because they were putting on shows and not just musical theater right really compelling interesting stories straight regularly regularly as much as possible um i think there are attempts but again i think it goes to us as private citizens when (laughs) there's not (sighs)
6: <sighs> yeah, but the sad part is that because theater is seen as n- not very accessible, es- especially mm. sa mga classes. classes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. although there I- there there are a lot of initiatives back home, like I know for a fact that Peta does like uh, bring a school to theater, kind of mm. like fund or something to that effect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not enough. So even y- na madaming big ideas and maybe. Some creatives uh, higher ups have the power to create something na yun nga, something similar to blind casting that we were talking about, or something mas na ano rev- re- revolutionary maybe um yun nga, parang ba and I think yeah. that's the fear that's the fear of the producers and yeah. I think we can reach that point as as soon as Filipinos acknowledge that the arts is it can be a career. It can yeah. be a career. Nga, we were talking about this a while ago. So obviously, as soon as people acknowledge that it's not just a passion and that you can actually do it professionally and that right. this thing is something that you you will want to
2: pay for, then yeah. maybe maybe we, it's we can essential. open our doors. It's essential. Yes, it's essential. It's essential to keep yeah. revel- and in and all of this is from from the arts. We need the art. Our children need the art. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. In, in the grand
5: scheme of things, I mean, let's face it: putting up a production is not cheap. Like production costs can cost millions. That's, yeah. which justifies the ticket prices that we, we put out there for um, live performances. And ako lang to, maybe I don't know. Uh, I think the only time it's really going to thrive as an industry is if that is if we have the support and the backing of the government. Yeah. I agree. That's true. That, that's really going to make a difference because kahit anong ibababa natin sa ticket prices, den yung production value. It's not going to be the same because yeah. in theater you get what you pay for. It's not like yeah. a, a movie.
4: Yep. You know, uh, 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 ito, dito para sa Kasi no. this th- this really hits close to home for me kung kung bakit ba hindi mag-thrive ang uh, kung bakit hindi um mag- mag-succeed or maging ka-level ng movie or TV industry ang teatro sa Pilipinas. And uh, I'm sorry to say this, uh, pero yun tinatawag nating buraut culture. Mm. Okay? And I will buraut culture is this. Um uy, nod ka naman ng show ko. Pang ticket. Pang ticket. Ingat ng ticket or yung yeah. arbor culture makita kalang may magandang kan jacket uy arbor naman niyan huh? you know so that that's one like alimawa, kami kami ni Tanya we're, we're coming back together with with uh, husband uh, we're coming back with ang muling el bimbo which is the concert version of what the show that we did ang Muling el bimbo um uh, nagpost lang ako na we're coming back alam mo unang sabi sa akin pending ticket <laughs> dalawang taon na ha? halos dalawang taon kaming hindi nagtrabaho Unangi hingin sa yo. Ticket. Ticket. Diba? Pero, bakit, yung mga artista ba? Sasabihan mo ba sila Katrin Bernardo, sila, sila Daniel Padilla, O'y pay naman ano, ticket sa mo. No, you don't say that. You don't say that. Kasi, to, 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 to a lot of the population. And again, this is not just a class thing, it's just, it's a cultural thing. It's a cultural Na, thing. Diba? Hindi lang siya, hindi lang siya dahil, um, mas affordable ang pili o o naman hindi kasi wala kasi sa psyche ng tao na kung bakit mas mahal manood ng teatro pag manood yeah. ka ng live number one live you know yeah. it, it it kahit ano po it yare there are all these factors that in that that happen and the same principle that goes to why particular creatives charge for how much they charge for example ko ka for hosting bibigyan mo yung coat natsabihin bu- ba baratin ka hmm. lalo na kapag malaking kumpanya totoo the bigger the company the bigger that they haggle right ibabaratin <laughs> ka so di ba so di ba babaratin ka ganyan whatever without realizing at saka meron pa the, the worst is when they offer exposure instead of a fee right and what people don't realize is you're not paying only for my time. You're paying for the in, the, the, every single time I've been on stage. You're paying for every single experience, every single thing that I have paid for, every Jew that I paid for to get to where I am. Yeah. The, how I perfected my craft, how much, I, how much time I spent on actually getting shit done to, 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 to get to where I am, that's what you're paying for right so that's what people don't realize because everything should be fast everything should be instant
1: and, you know uh, rev and i think you know and this is the whole point and this is what is on one side sad but that's the reality yes yeah. like, this is why we leave the country because accept- because our own people don't appreciate what we do they don't appreciate us I mean, Rizzy, I know that you, recent, you recently, uh, recently, recently got married. <laughs> <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> Rizzi recently got married. You know, I mean, you're apart from your husband, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, and I, that, is, that is not right. That is I not know. right that we need to leave our country. We need to be apart from our partners just because we need. It's, it's wrong in so many levels. And yet, this is what happens, right? No, I and mean, you know,
3: I mean you,
0: you're pointing out something. It doesn't just. It's a. It's a national phenomenon. It doesn't just happen with so-called domestic helpers that have to go abroad. Or no, no, no. You know, it, it's really even the performing art. The, the amount the sacrifice it entails Doctors, just for you to nurses, earn it. it.
3: Nurses, yeah, engineers. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so yeah. many of us that go out, and that's the thing. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, just even the entire service um, crews on, on, on ships, right? I mean, we have so many friends. You guys know Ruben Laurente. We've talked about him. He's a very yep. dear friend. Ana Feggi at the time. Mm. I mean, these are people who would be mega Uber stars anywhere in the world. And, and they've had to leave their country, spend an entire year under contract in a ship to be able to make ends meet to support their families, or, you know, and like, we've talked about resilience and I hate the word resilience because they use resilience for the Filipino. Like, dude, what do you think we are? Like, I mean, it's like, it's now the the, 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 the most incredible word used about, we don't have a choice but being resilient. It's, yeah. the, you know, I mean, it's, we don't have a choice. It's not something that was given to us, right? And yet we have all of these incredible sort of, values. And we're just hard workers. And, and and I think our beliefs in family, in where we come from, in culture, in, in all of that is what sustains us alive. If it weren't for that, if those, again, I have to go back to values, weren't as strong, I think the country would be so far from where we are today. The, the, the family, sort of the cell, the concept of of, of a Filipino sort of culture would be gone if we weren't that.
4: I absolutely agree. It also boils down to values. What do we value? What do Filipino audiences value? I cannot tell you how many times over our careers. I am confident to speak on behalf of the three of us, just because I am sure every single artist in the Philippines has experienced this. So why would you do uh, kasi ito yung gusto ko, like whatever, whatever project you you set out to do. And the first thing somebody's going to tell you, somebody who is practically, you know, they don't mean any harm. They're practical minded, right? They just go, hindi siya patok sa masa. Yeah. That is the first thing you're going to hear, right? So I had a huge, to, uh, I remember I said this when I was in my, in my early 20s. I remember hearing a Lito Kamo song, okay? I have nothing against Lito Kamo, uh, the Wawa songs, you know, these, these um, novelty songs. I have nothing against that, right? It's fine, it's fine. And then every single day, I would hear it. Itaktak mo, itaktak mo. You hear that every single day, right? And I start to wonder, why is he going to like the Filipinos? Whatever. And then you would see tele, teleseries. And let's face it, it's ulit you know and, and can you imagine with, with the advent of social media telesarius would base who's going to die and who's going to live based on Twitter <laughs> the story develops on the fly right that is how it is and and it, it it happens like that so i always used to wonder bakit ito yung lagi nating na encounter and it's because, sabi ko nga, bakit, bakit yun lang yung patok sa masa? And I realized, kasi yun lang yung binibigay natin sa kanila. You know, because we are so used to, this is for profit. This is just for profit. You know, we, we want endorsers to be here. We want, we want endorsers, we want people to invest in entertainment. But do you really want to invest in, in entertainment or is it just purely an advertising vehicle? You know, so parang kung lang yung papatok. And uh, whenever Tanya and I would go live, you know, tatanungin kami, gusto niyo ba mag-TV? As if that's the Mecca.
5: And it's so frustrating because they seem to be so afraid to take a chance on something different. Yeah
4: or someone different or someone different how many you know how it, it, it's always built diba na parang ay tandem ni Claudine at ni Rico tandem ni ni Bojo at ni partner? Mylene Bojo Mylene Mylene is ando Mylene is
3: I'm <laughs> aging myself
4: right now you know so it's uh, and and you know Marvin is in... like, guy and yeah. pig <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. our and Martin, Pops and yes, Martin, <laughs> and then Pops and you have Martin. your, you have Pops your, they were Marvin's and Jolina's and you know yes. what? It caters to a certain audience, and that's fine. But the it's thing is, one. It, it's yeah, mm. and there's it, it, nothing I, wrong, I,
0: right? There's nothing wrong with having a. Yeah, you know,
3: absolutely.
0: like that's all they're going to be happy with. Instead of looking at it as a vehicle for improvement or you know get them interested in other things i mean just introducing you know, something new yes yeah because yeah, it Tolstoy, becomes Tolstoy yeah. and dickens they started out doing serials right so again yeah. every for every month they were building up the story and all that like anna karenina and and um oliver twist or, or, or david copperfield and all that right that they were building up yep. the story mm-hmm. and it was serialized but there was a clear purpose right there was it wasn't writing for the
2: sake of writing. there was writing, you know, at a certain level. That's what's missing in, in what we're the, doing. I'd like, to, I'd, I'd like to just say something that I'm sure is going to be unpopular and, and sort of a bunch of listeners are going to start rolling their eyes and being like, eh, naman. but here's the thing. Okay. <laughs> Governments are supposed to be in place Sorry. precisely for the benefit of the people. And that includes things like the art
0: and yes. sports
2: and education. Yep. Private money is not the fuck supposed to be there because nga, inherently in business, in capitalism, whatever you want to say, wala moral compass sa PNL. Yep. I mean, really, that's it. You're supposed to make money for the shareholders, and for your mm. bottom line, etc. And I get that. And there's a function there. I would mm. imagine in, in an ideal world where things are balancing each other out, you have a healthy check and balance there, right? But the government, I just, I keep hearing, because I hear over and over again, either we're talking about OFWs, we're talking about doctors, nurses, beautiful artists, right? Photographers, painters, theater people, whatever, who, quote, have no choice but to get the fuck out of our country because the government isn't doing its job caring for them. We should have a social safety net for absolutely everybody, period, right? And also isn't pouring effort into education and building these things up that sustain our values that then can create a whole new generation of brilliant intellectuals and artists and professionals and whatever. So it's like we adore mm-hmm. our people when they're successful, but we don't care for them. Yeah, yep, for yeah. Them. And, and I hate the fact that so much of the burden is on the private sector. It's on somehow red turnip or whoever, Bobby, whoever has to try to make the theater scene in Manila happen, parang pucha, man, come on. And then we have to beg the huge corporations to try to make it happen. No, or we have a huge catastrophe and private citizens have to try to raise money to send, you know, <laughs> planes to save people. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous. What's
6: funny is that people are actually, the bang we were talking about OFWs and how they're sacrificing being away from their families just so they can do their art and be sus- and make it a sustainable career. Pinapahirapan pa sila ng government upon oh living God. ha. Bago umalis, ang daming proseso. Oh my gosh, yes. Ang daming babayaran, ang daming aatenda na seminar na useless, na hindi naman tailored, especially to for artists. There is no seminar for artists. There are for people who uh, work on cruise ships, ships in general, for domestic helpers, <laughs> nothing for artists. And they still make us attend the things that aren't tailored for us. You.
2: Right, because it's there's football. no support for the families left behind. We spoke yes. to sabakani about this, and she, her mother, was an OFW ostensibly to make sure her children didn't have to be, and of course, she herself became a domestic helper in Hong Kong, and her life developed. She's a fantastic photographer and all of this stuff. But what happens? these it's not like being an OFW is the paradise that the government sells it to be, mm-hmm. or I'm sure for theater people. Uy, ang galing mo. Okay, ka na? kasi Disney Hong Kong ka na. kasi ka na. kasi kasi wherever, wherever. It's really not, you know what I mean? But it's held up like that, and I find that the holding up sometimes erroneously removes the burden of responsibility from our government because that's yes. really that's so much of. of it. of cool. Yes, of
3: course.
0: But even look at the athletes, right? I mean, mm-hmm. that, that poor guy, that uh, what's his name?
4: E.J. Obiena. E. J. E. J. Obiena.
0: He's <laughs> okay, yeah. so incredibly talented and he was just saying he's he has to do his own accounting. He has to disburse the funds to his coach. I mean, that's like, he doesn't need that admin, you know, pressure of duties on top of everything else he's doing. But,
1: he he mean, should just Bobina, concentrate
0: on, you know.
3: Yeah,
1: Babina, I mean, look at Heidelin, right? All of a yeah, sudden, he wins. Then yeah. what? All of a sudden, everybody sends you know, gazillions of millions of con- in contracts she wins, so that yeah. after she wins. So I mean, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know, Red, but it's a little bit of what you were talking about, on the way. It's cheap. We have a cheap vein in us. Na, kung kaibigan mo yung the uh, ng ticket. Kung ano, uh, then we'll just ride on whatever. We 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 are not people who want to fund, who want to seed, neither ideas or finances or whatever to make sure that we, we progress. It's always
2: so, it's I, horrible I, that I we take
3: advantage bit? of our own folk, you know?
2: But I, I think in part because we're not taught, and I think Rebus was alluding to this earlier also, we're not, taught, kasi to, we're not taught we're not taught. the value of the arts in the theater and all this yeah. stuff. But one thing I want to make sure I didn't forget to say is, I also find it extremely demeaning to say, hindi kasi magigat ng masa yan eh. Parang po, tangan naman kami eh. Parang yung masa mm-hmm. na yan. yun mismo yung parehong tao na pumupunta sa, wherever, freaking Saudi, London, whatever. And you then, you know, it's,
3: I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's the people who
1: go out who have
2: sustained so this country every right. single but, year. But my because... point is, even if you say, hindi sa mga masa, I own a small company locally that happens to cater to people with really problematic skin conditions. And we never wanted to talk down to them and say, mag ka na lang, whatever. No, we talk about malasa, hyperpigmentation, eczema, all these things. And I always got told by every ad agency, huh? you have to dumb it down. Because they not I'm like, Pareko, if you're dealing with the skin condition, trust me when I tell you, you're researching it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. You know, yeah. Or we would have film festivals. I remember going to Amelie, French produced film, right? It was packed by every type of Filipino in the movie theaters at the time. This was in the 90s. I was like, "Don't freaking tell me that someone cannot get Amelie because they didn't go to freaking I don't know some elite school in the Philippines. Pwede naman eh. These same masa people they get it, but we just don't feed that hunger. We don't encourage it, you know. Or oh, we 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 just don't think that it's people so deserve it. It's this whole thing about yeah,
3: that also there's
1: a like
2: matter it's like deserving of deserving it. true. It yeah, it's it's
1: a it's it's a, it's a des- deservability factor." that we think we can sort of tailor, you know? So if you're here, you're more deservable. But if you're here, you're not, wow. right? And so no, and it's, that it's like internally, yeah. uh, that's horrible. It's
0: arrogance and condescension. It's almost like to expose them to those things means a level of enlightenment, a level of education, a level of critical thinking that you don't want them to actually have. Not, I mean, not us, but I'm just saying the powers that yeah. be, right?
3: Government begin with.
0: They don't want
6: them to have that because they're
0: going to start agitating for better things,
6: which they completely deserve. Exactly. Right. And I think that's I why the government is not giving us enough funding for education because there people you will know what's going on. Yeah. It's the
2: end of okay. their power. Can I bad cop na? Just a time check. It, it is now exactly an hour since we started, so I'm putting on my bad cop hat. I want to make sure we're all hardworking people here. We all have, our time is valuable and I really respect and thank you all for being here because I do really <laughs> know every minute, <laughs> minute, yeah, every minute of our time is valuable talaga. But I did want to ask sort of, you know, perhaps as we start to, to close out this yeah, session, yeah. what is it that you would like, you know, if you had, I guess, a magic wand, right? And could see what Filipino theater would be like or what Filipino Talent in the world like what would be your dream for us where would you like to see us develop or how
5: i want it to be the same as it is on broadway and west end after having worked there Mm -hmm. talent that's not even the concern here if we're talking about about talent we have a we're so talented incredibly talented we are world class and that's true we are world class Mm -hmm. we just deserve more investment from our own government.
4: I agree. Here's the thing. For me, the dream scenario, it's not just the theater industry, it's the entire Philippines. I want everybody to have the basic needs down pat. Because the same reason why... I, I remember being live one time and somebody asked me, Bakit po wala Filipino philosopher? Na Pilipino? And I go, because we have nothing to eat. If you can eat... If you had good income, then your mind would be free of these basic things that you need. So you have time to think. You have time to go to the theater. It's not It's not a, 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 as big of a luxury anymore. I'm not going to pretend that ticket prices are low. Come on. I'm not going to do that. Of course not. But that's the thing. You know, again, that's the compromise we we. Kaya kami, the, the reason why the ticket prices are like that, because of what I said a while ago, that it's, it's all that investment. But if we're talking about the hierarchy of needs, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, right? Uh, we are so very far from self actualization because our basic
3: necessities.
4: And, you know? You know because, because our basic necessities aren't being answered. Right, yep. we're at the very bottom. If you ask me, uh, it, 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 a lot of uh, poor people, poverty, and all that. Right, and we also live in a very dogmatic country. Mm-hmm. Um, theater, uh, the theater. Sad to say, is for people who are open uh, to to have their beliefs questioned. Mm-hmm. Right, it, it it is when you when you go to the theater. That's what that's what. You know, made us love it in the in the first place is because you come in thinking you know something and then you leave asking, "Oh my God, I didn't know that this existed." And you and,
5: realize that you can actually
4: think for yourself, and you have the power to do something about it. Yeah. It disturbs the comfortable; it comforts the disturbed. That's what we hold very dear in our hearts as artists. So, yeah, that's my dream scenario for everybody. Have something to eat, to have a job, to have their values realized, so they can actually go to the theater. Oh God, does it sound impossible? I mean, no, I don't think it's impossible. I just think it's people putting their greed to one side, you know, and thinking of other people. I think that's
5: and fair wages. Sorry, and fair wages. Absolutely, absolutely fair wages in the industry. Mm -hmm. And na yung yung Borawut culture, and uh, hopefully they know what it entails to actually put up a show and what it entails to be an artist it's not like you you just wake up one day oh i'm an artist you gain experience you gain you you learn it you know some people are born with it
3: you work mega fucking hard
2: to get yes yes
3: every single time
2: I just want to share very quickly, you're, you know, you're touching on something, a minimum basic income, right? Which is being tossed and bandied about in different places now. And there are several studies that came out that show past a certain point of wealth, of income, you no longer live with the daily trauma of poverty, where you're worried that one sickness will absolutely destroy your family. You're worried about not being able to make rent And there's an interesting experiment. There was this guy in Seattle who um, was a member of an organization, a part of, called EO, Entrepreneur's Organization. And he read that for Seattle, the minimum basic income to do that, to not have to wake... You're not living in luxury. You're not buying yachts or whatever. But so you don't wake up in fear and trauma every day is $70,000 US a year. So he cut his salary and had everyone earn the same, 70K. Messenger, new hire, whoever, it didn't matter. And it's done very well and that's the thing. A Dan Price guy is it Dan Price, Price? yes
0: that's his same. name Dan Price
2: yeah yeah and there are other issues with him I haven't looked into that don't sound so great but at least in terms of that the experiment seems to be very interesting and I think certainly as a society if we can get to the point where no one is afraid as you said Reb, of not being able to eat to survive I'm sorry I wanted to get into that and then and Rissy go ahead yeah what Reb said obviously if people are,
6: their needs are accounted for. And also, there's enough funding to create art. Then, maybe there'd be a more varied um, theater industry where people can come up with more original content and not totally. be, yeah, and not be censored by, clamor mm-hmm. Then, people won't be pulled, like, held back by by that. Kasi, Lahat ng pwede sa spectrum na ilabas na art forms, then there'd be the, the opportunity to do that. Kung all, right. all the basic needs are met, everybody is paid well, there's yeah. insurance for everybody. So, pag, ano, kunyari, uh, in theater, there's there's so much and especially in dance. Mm. Ang daming mangyari, like na injuries, and nobody yeah. would be worried course, about yeah we can do a Cirque du Soleil type of production yeah, yeah. and nobody would be worried about falling off and not being cared for. Yeah. Ang daming possibilities if all the basic needs are met and everybody's paid right. And I don't know how we can achieve that. Siguro, sempre, the private industries are always there and they want to, they want to, they want to help, of course. But, I think the only way talaga is for the government to step in and use some of the funds in, and put it into art and maybe subsidize <laughs> para we can put up better productions. And, yeah.
1: And, and, hello, Rizzi. I mean, that you don't need to be separated from your loved ones. I think that, to me, is incredible. Exactly. You
3: mm. know? And
1: so, um, I mean, Laura, I know you're the police. Um, I'd like to now take the yeah. chance to say, okay, let's just really round this up and say, um, I'd love to know for the three of you guys, what is, I mean, and, and you're in very different positions, right? But, you see, you've just gotten married um, yes. you guys are engaged you're local now what do you see in your future your near future um, because obviously you can't be in Hong Kong forever you, see. you guys are going to form a family, you're going to need more income, what do you see in your future oh. for yourselves right? Sorry, I'm assuming that you guys will form a family <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of
5: course On <laughs> well, my mind <laughs> <away>. <laughs> I'm so biased. Sorry. Like, uh, are you sure i'm just saying
0: <laughs> it just reminds me i was in, in boots yesterday i mean like, yeah yesterday i was in you know of course you were you were in london um and i was looking for vitamins and in this one whole row condoms right yeah. after the condoms were pregnancy tests yeah and right after the pregnancy tests were menopause um you know, HRT. <laughs> wow, the merchandising here is
5: very. Nice. I love boots, though. I love yeah. boots. Yeah. Boots is the best. Boots was the first um, pharmacy that brought out the tita in me. <laughs> I gotta say, when I came home from London, ilang anion forehead yung acarano lamship yung hinord ko at yeah, inuliko yeah, dito lemsip, sa yeah, yeah. Yes. Natak
4: maku pa yung lamship. Yes. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I love that question because it is a very it's it is a very difficult question there's something that happened in the pandemic at least personally for myself of course personally um, there's something that happened kind of opened my mind to something I, I will go back to being an artist after the pandemic right and I still am I, I've never stopped being an artist and I will also supplement that with content creation I will continue hosting I will continue because you know us actors we're, we, we're not just actors especially in the Philippines and you know also on Broadway they wait tables and stuff right I, I will continue hosting uh, voice acting acting a uh, content creation and all that, and that's all fine and dandy. But the thing is, diba sabi natin, the, 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 the uh, needs aren't met, and all of a sudden, that's why during the pandemic, we were first the first to be chopped off, non essential, right? And I totally understand, I have nothing against that because diba, I wouldn't want people gathering to watch me and then all of them are gonna get sick by the time they get home, of course not, right? But the question is, why do I still want to be an artist? It's because without artists, without storytellers, who's going to tell your story? Mm. Who's, who's going to tell your children what you went through? Who's going to tell your children what others went through? What their grandparents went through? What, what everybody who came before went through? And why is our world like this today? And what can our world be in the future? That is our job. It is not just to make ourselves feel good because people are applauding us. You know, we are still going to end up being artists because we are storytellers. You know, that is our job. That is our mandate to society that we are here to chronicle. You do not, you rarely remember this lawyer who was in, uh, in in ancient Greece or ancient uh, Egypt I- immediately you'll know there was no lawyer in ancient Egypt but you know it, it's just malay you know, mo. Ma- malay ko nga naman diba naman but it's it's i i no, diba nobody would know um, this famous accountant nobody would know that without accountant yeah. Nobody would know that without us. Yeah, Nobody would know that without, without storytellers. Nobody yeah. would know that. Right. Because that is our job. Our job is to hand down your legacy to the future generations. That uh, is your job
0: our is I can show you a world. Exactly. <laughs> right? I can't
4: say. <laughs> That's exactly it. And and um. so after the pandemic, yeah, what would we do? We cannot quit being artists that easily. And I don't to, think.
5: To add lang then to what you said about art, art also allows us to realize what we truly feel. It's like sometimes we're functioning on a almost robotic way Pilot, yeah. because yeah. we're autopilot na. And sometimes art steps in for us to realize these feelings that we have, what we feel about things and our emotions towards other people and situations. And that's, uh, and I like to say that's part of our job, being able to provide that realization for people through the stories that we tell. Amen. Yeah, so true. Wait, I have a little, slightly unrelated
0: question, but I think it's also quite salient to ask it. We have this whole k-pop explosion right the k-dramas and and um, bts and all that we are just as talented if not more you know why why was it not a filipino pop sensation group you know why why don't we have the same quality of (laughs) telenovelas and all that i mean we churn them out like crazy right like a factory why have we not invested in better production values and you know to make better stories? Take over the world! Look what's
6: happening. With games, it's you know. training. They invest in training early on. These pop stars—they—they're they're in training. They're pulled out of their yeah. 10 years, and they're they train every day until they yeah. maximize their potential. And that is something that back home, di pa masado Well, now at least I think some companies are starting, but still. We're we're still baby steps palangiatisha na long before. And I think that's what Korea got right. They invested in their artists. But right, don't you feel that it could have been a Pinoy group? It could have been a
2: Pinoy BTS. Why? Why? I mean um, yes. not to take away from how amazing BTS is or Black. We always yes. suck at branding ourselves, man. I mean, ain't nobody like Malaysia truly Asia, right? Every freaking I'm married to an Argentinian, and every time I went to Argentina, like, oh yeah, we love Asia. We went to Thailand. I'm like, I fucking live in the Philippines. Like, I'm married <laughs> to your friend. Why weren't you in the Philippines, you weirdo? Why would you go to Thailand? Yeah. On oh, the beaches. Yeah. And I'm like, Are you yeah. kidding me? have you seen our beaches? Why weren't you in our yeah. beaches? We don't brand ourselves well. This is this was not, I mean, I don't know. For tourism, for food, we had a whole episode about that, Lou, right? And then certainly for our artistry, there's no it's not, I don't know, I really find, there was a wonderful New Yorker article about this whole BTS Korean explosion. It's really a freaking industry, man. It's like an entire no, it's rigorous, industry, right? You see? It's, rig- it's rigorous training. I mean, oh, yeah. they're like, oh, they live, they're all housed it's in one place. Excuse, yes. me, okay. it's rig- excuse me, it's rigorous facelifting. Let me uh, not even uh, mess around. Uh, no, no, I'm not even trying to be funny or coy or no. dismissive or bitchy no, or sure, happy. True, true. It's really they have a template, and you are absolutely run through the system for dancing, for looks, for facelifts, but, for yeah. you know. All good, all but this. but, but
1: that, that's that, that's very odd to me to to understand how they were that successful in the U.S. white country. I don't get that. So there's something that we can learn from that. Now, for me. Rev, the, Something. The bigger issue is, I need to go back to what Reb was saying. It's barat factor. It's fucking barat factor because yeah. everything we do locally is chipped, right? Yeah. I mean, a very dear friend just went to Culion Island. culion was the place where, you know, we had the leper colony and whatnot, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she sent me beautiful pictures of where the resort was, right? I mean, it could be anywhere. Well, of course, the Philippines, right? But if that my point was if that were in thailand even at you know uh, a lesser sort of investment frequency or whatever you want to call it they would have had beautiful casitas and stuff these were all out there they fucking look like they were done with 3 pesos you know it's like government housing not badly made and you're like why 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 do we do this every single time with every single industry that is beautiful in our country. Whether it's food, we have tourism, it's art. Everybody who's in charge of development in this country fucks it up.
5: Oh, yeah, okay. yeah it it's it's crazy yeah. how we're so underused and abused at the same time. Yes, yeah. there you go. I'm, okay, yeah. there you
1: because go. Okay.
5: Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah, it okay. sucks. I don't want to get to
6: <laughs> I, think I, I, I think we... At the, I think we just have to learn like as a nation to invest in potential and invest in passion before it becomes something that will give back to you because that's how that's the only way that it'll give back to you if if you invest in it. Yeah. So exactly. You I
2: know, mean, it, it, and, and, and if, if I can find it. Because yeah. I think it's culture, but I, I would like to perhaps propose. An alternative. It's the kura culture because at yeah. yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Actually, that's what I
5: meant when I said
2: we're so abused. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's the kurakot eh oh, Exactly. Diba? And oh, you, nga, know, you know, na hindi maging barat kung wala kami pera. So the kote for me is well, stop stealing from us.
4: Dunshe galing. Yeah, yeah dunshe galing. And eto um, about the whole South Korea thing. I'm a huge fan <laughs> of BTS. I'm an army. We're Same. army. And um, <laughs> it's uh, a couple of students also interviewed me about athletes. Naman. And the the thing is, we are always nagagrab yung credit and all of a sudden, we're Filipino because we're successful somewhere else, right? Mm -hmm. And it all boils down to this idea. If we want to improve anything in the Philippines, art, music, uh, sports, whatever, you have to invest in people who are shit at what they do first and (laughs) then you build them up so they're not so shit. Yeah. Yeah, And then, when you actually take credit for it, it's undeniable that you, <laughs> that you had a hand in it. Diba? Yeah. So it's, it's that South Korea knew very early on that w- they barely have natural resources. They barely have natural resources. Their biggest export is microchips. And aside from that, they sell their culture and they knew it. They, it's, they call it Hallyu, right? They knew it. They knew it from the moment that I think this was in 1994. There was this group called So Boys, and Boys. And they're, they're the ones who started the whole K-pop wave. All of a sudden, whoa, Korean music can be like this? And then the light bulb moment. They're like, yep, we're going to turn this into an industry. And we're going to sell it to our neighbors first. That's why you had Full House. You had Endless Love. It's rain. right? Yeah, everybody remembers rain, right? Oh God, so, Sirene. All these superstars who are just a stone's throw away they're not white oh my god they're asian they're neighbors and they're succeeding and then you had bts and then blackpink and then you had parasite right so it it, is the question is not even if it's possible or not because oh it is right Mm -hmm. it is and there are what i don't even know the percentage but you have a at least in the Philippine context, you have a Lea Salonga who is, you know, who broke through barriers and all that, right? But that is the exception, not the rule.
5: Yeah. Right?
4: And that's what happens, especially in South Korea. They know. They know. They knew very early on our culture is going to sell. They knew it. And my God, were they right? I wonder
2: if we can take a page here from our Miss Universe machine. Because Filipinas have held on to that branding for years, right? But somebody Mm -hmm. Miss Universe of the Philippines is something to watch. Let's look at Miss Philippines. How is she doing? Like, it's a thing. And I really wonder if there's a page that can be taken from that.
0: No, I mean, we we can do it with beauty queens. We churn them out, like, you know, regularly. But
2: (laughs) it sounds so awful. (laughs) Okay, listen, folks. We're going to be here till midnight. So what I propose is when things open up more, we get Rissy here back in the Philippines that we actually meet for in-person cocktails. My request is we start at 3 p.m. That way when... (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) And I'm still a respectable mother and can go home and, you know, not too messed up the next day for my children. This is the ask, right? But we get a good solid whatever in. Um, But I want to make sure we don't keep everyone here too long. This has been... Stimulating! Oh my god! I mean, it certainly got our rankles up. It got our passions up. This is what the arts do, deba. Right? You're yes. the soul of the people. So I I am thrilled that we got to hear from you. Any parting thoughts, you guys, before we go? Siguro what I said a while ago. People should
6: start the grassroots palang investing mm-hmm. in. I think uh, the best example would be your little pamangkins during Christmas who nice. love to sing. And then you don't tell these kids that that's not a viable career. Instead, Mm -hmm. maybe if they really want to do that, and only if they really want to do that, don't force them. (laughs) um, Maybe Mm -hmm. tell them to um, take more lessons. And instead of giving them random gifts this Christmas, give them a voice lesson. Give them Mm -hmm. um, theater workshops. Something that you can bank on so that someday this child can make it into a viable career. And support it. Don't don't shoot them down. We all know that. Of course, we we've been talking about this the whole hour. That it's not very easy being an artist. But if we nurture that that something a total something, then maybe, madami yung batang yan someday. And yeah, we bank on potential and invest in it. That way, bata palang siya. Tell this child that you're already proud of them. Hindi lang pag in the future at na niya at siya sa lusak, then you're gonna tell this child that. I'm proud of you because you made it and oh,
2: you had I, money. Love it. I love that. Yeah. You're already enough. Right? Yep. You're
4: yeah. Beautiful. Yep. Already. Oh, I love it. Thank yep. you. Thank um, ako, for my, my my parting thought actually. I'm gonna cheat here because I got it from Tanya. I'm gonna I'm gonna set her up.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna set her up.
4: Her I'm gonna set her up. <laughs> I'm gonna set her up. Okay. So one of the reasons why i Fell in love with her, and I I respected her. Was uh, her answer to this question when she was asked why didn't you stay in London? And it's the same reason why I'm still an artist. And why did you not stay in London? Iba yung
5: iba yung talent at puso na meron ng Pinoy. It's something I never I never felt in a, in a you know you couldn't ask for more after having performed in in West End. There's well there's broadway but really it's like it's that eh? it's it's the dream but yeah. i never really felt the same pulse and heart mm-hmm. that i would feel when i'm working with a filipino uh, a filipino artist because we have that heart there's this yearning to just we always have something to fight for and it just mm-hmm. resonates in each and every word that comes out or every performance. And mm-hmm. I think we just really need a, an avenue for it and the support. That's why, mm-hmm. that's why we're fighting for it. That's why we, we actually have this podcast right now. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm um, going back to what Rev said. That was actually the reason why I decided to come home. It's If, if God gave me this talent, I want to do it here. I want to do, I want to share it here Thanks. and maybe, you know, spark something in someone I know I want to spark it to, another Filipino.
3: Yeah.
0: If you got an offer for Hamilton to do Eliza, for example, or something mm-hmm. in the West End, you'd go, right? Absolutely. I will go, but I will
5: always keep coming back. Oh, same yep. here. Yeah,
4: yeah yep. you do, right? Yeah. If, yeah, um, if yeah, you know that's uh, that's that's exactly what I mean by that's what I respected the most. Uh, I, I guess my parting words are these: there, our director for Ang Huling El Bimbo during our very first preview. Uh, this was our very first audience. We had no idea if this was this, in was, 2018. this was in twenty eighteen. Yeah. We had no idea if it was gonna be accepted at uh, at. All by an audience. We've been working so hard, endlessly, tirelessly, seven hours a day, six days a week, and you know we di- do not know if people are gonna you know, if this material is going to resonate with people. We have no idea. And then the first audience finally, right, is there during the company call. We had a prayer, and the director just goes before we start praying. Ang ito lang yung gusto ko malaman there is probably someone out there. Who is seeing theater for the very first time. And by the end of this night, I, I get really emotional when I think about it. By the end of this night, you do not know if ma propel mo yung batang yon to pursue the life that you're living. And if you can, why not? And uh, that's why. That's why we still do what we do. Even if um, we don't. Uh, it's, I'm not going to beg for recognition. I'm not going to beg for, you know, for for um, money. I guess what I'm going to beg for, more than anything, is uh, space. We belong. Okay. You know, we, this is not just a viable career, but it is somewhere where you can learn life lessons from a very unique perspective. When you put on your costume and become somebody else entirely different, it gives you empathy theater is an exercise theater is an exercise in empathy and maybe if everybody had a little more empathy yeah the world wouldn't be so fucked up
0: yeah Yeah. absolutely i agree agree. that's it i have a quote from c.s lewis right i saw it yesterday he was talking about friendship but obviously it applies to other things and he said friendship is unnecessary like philosophy like art like the universe itself it has no survival value. Rather, it is one of those things which give value to survival. That's yeah. hard, right, mm-hmm.
6: Isn't that perfect?
1: It is. You know, what you've just said is basically what I felt you know, almost more than 20 years ago. I was not born in the Philippines. Um, I did not necessarily grow up here at you know, tremendous lengths of time, but I had grandparents and a mother uh, who really infused the Filipino culture in me growing up. To the point that I decided that nowhere else in the world would I feel whole but here. And I came back in 2000. And every single time that I came to the Philippines, I felt like I was part of this. That I understood something that was bigger and deeper than anybody else would understand. Tanya, I think that's what you were talking
3: about. Yeah, And there is something
1: as Filipinos that we have and that we share, which is an incredible sensitivity to life,
3: sensibility of life that very few people actually share. And we
1: see each other, no matter what class you are, no matter what color you are, you're Filipino, you look into the eyes of somebody else and you know, either the hardship, because we all had some of it. You will understand that there's a bowl of some type of food that we can revel over and share. Yep. There is a kakanin, there is a tita story, there is a family moment that, we, that binds us together. And that is so unique to our culture. I am thankful that this sort of conversation Is about music because in every single moment of our lives, whether it's a breakup, a birth, a marriage, a Christmas, we've lost somebody, we've had a breakup, music is Filipino to every one of us. And so let us always know, and that is my parting thought, that as a Filipino, music will always remind us of how alive we are and what we can accomplish as a people. Absolutely.
2: Truly, truly, I am well, I'm humbled to be in the presence of such gatekeepers and teachers and storytellers. And I'm just so thankful you could join us and truly like I find myself, I started this podcast with a fever and feeling miserable and looking cadaverous. And I, I, just, I found myself getting, you know, I couldn't not get your energy. And I just, I'm so grateful for all that you do for all of us, you know, as Filipinos, as people, as humanity. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And I know it's a, it's a recurring theme with all our podcasts, but you know, we, we always try to bring in young voices and we're always astounded how much hope you give us really I mean it, it's always a point of view that, that you know flips it really for us it, you know it, it's very heartwarming it, it, makes, it makes what we do uh, also you know a little uh, it worthwhile in many ways I mean because we learn we learn as well yeah. from you I'm bat. still a cynical so, old bat but
2: yeah I'm more hopeful
3: than you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I love y'all. See, On love that yeah. note.
3: Oh, yeah, so, so, Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas. We will say this sort of. Merry, Christmas.
2: Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Happy, you yeah. know what? Happy holidays. Malay happy Hanaka or right, whatever. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Happy holidays.
3: Right. Yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> All right, kids. Well so we're going to stay on a little bit um but I want to make sure we get all your details for projects that are coming up all your social media anything at all para mm-hmm. we can join them on the bandwagon to talk about you guys because already you have a solid fan community fan club down wow i ah, hang in the punat t-shirt <laughs> red for <he> <laughs> <laughs> for sure uh, you <laughs> can i hang in a t-shirt bibili po ng t-shirt love it love it Laura, <laughs> you haven't
1: seen this but Tanya's illustrations of somebody else that I know are super <laughs> cool. You have to, yeah, they're, oh, they're I awesome.
2: <laughs> I, I want to see. I want to see. Yeah, it's very talented. <laughs> yeah. Talented, talented, talented. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, anyway, so thank you guys so very much. Thank for you, let you so much. Thank you. thank you so but much. Give us all the info, huh? And truly, truly yeah. thank yeah. you. You're all huge entries in my gratitude journal tonight.
4: Oh, yeah. I love it. Thank, you. Thank, thank you. you. thank you. Racy, I miss you. I miss thank you, Racy. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Have a good You're night. Nice. Thank, holidays.
0: thank you again. Yeah. Holidays. Holidays. Light it up like dynamite
2: yeah grabe i mean our arts our artists it's all humanity there's it is activism it is our soul it's our values how can we not take care of our artists sure. Grabe. Oh, this yeah. is so heartwarming
0: but it's true what he said that whole maslovian thing is so true right i mean
2: yeah you've got to yeah. take care of those basic, basic needs first Wes, let's get a minimum basic income to the to the floor let's campaign
1: so, goodbye, ladies. Laura, it was beautiful. And Fabina, nice to see you. You're doing good. We will see you in the next episode where we will have cocktails for our holiday cheer.
2: Yay. Also, oh, we each have to show up with our favorite drink for the holidays. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs>
0: well, was it worth it? Did we work it? Put that thing down. Flip it and reverse it. Keep flipping with us. Subscribe to Flipping the Narrative wherever you get your podcasts to listen to our new episodes as soon as they drop. We are on social media too.
1: Follow at Flipping the Narrative on Instagram and Facebook and let us know what you think. Or send us an email at flippingthenarrative.podcast at gmail.com. That's flippingthenarrative.podcast at gmail.com.
2: Music courtesy of Cumbia Mamacita by Yoki of Ozum Beats. And thank you, thank you, thank you to Josel Gaston, our sound editor and musical engineer and podcast advisor and overall guru, and to Nami Kapati, the artist who created our awesome logo and visuals. Till we flip again.